Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wired Nerdy Podcast. My name is Keith. Doug, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. What episode is this? This is, you just said it. 41, it I believe. 41, see? Yeah. I need more coffee. <laughs> episode 41. Uh, so we had a really nice hiatus uh, break from uh, the show, in which we had Thanksgiving. I guess soon everything went okay for you guys. Yeah, good. You know, always uh, eat too much. Uh, lots of pumpkin pie, lots of green bean casserole. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's tasty. I, I know what you mean about the yeah. eating. It's like this time of year is it's it's good for that. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, always have to uh, kind of get back in being disciplined at the New Year's. It always seems like so. But yeah, and in that mode, uh, our focus heading into the holidays is we're going to talk about you know Christmas stuff specifically. We'll talk about Christmas movies. Uh, it's that good time of year to kind of settle in, and start watching some of those, and let's we're going to get our our geeky nerdy view of what we would watch and what we're into. Some of them are might be kind of surprising. So, but before we do all that cool stuff, we have a lot of news to make up for. So let's cue up the nerd news. Nerd news. And maybe this is because we took a break, but when I went out there and looked, Doug, I was like, holy cow, a lot of stuff. is Yeah, last two weeks, a lot of stuff going on. Definitely. So I'm getting the share up here, and there we go. And let me know. There we go. All right. I'm going to let you you take this one. So the first one that uh, caught my eye was uh, Popular Science. It's a magazine. It's been running for over 151 years. It is coming to an end. Uh, as in the paper or in your hands edition, they are switching mm-hmm. to an all digital format now. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, sorry, uh, back that up. They switched to an all digital format a couple of years ago, and now that's even gone. So, hundred fifty hundred fifty one year run. Uh, wow. Great. So, is it? Wait a minute. Clarification: Is the magazine itself like completely dead, or is it only going to be existing digital form now? Well, I believe they've killed the uh, digital form, too. I started in 1872. The whole thing Uh, is gone now. This is like... I believe so, reading the post, yeah. Wow, this would be like the National Geographic, you know, completely just dying. That blows my mind. Yeah, I hadn't... I didn't know this was coming. Popular Science is such a great magazine. Honestly, I didn't... I knew it had been around forever. I had no clue it was 151 years. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. So it looks like reading the article, they're going to change their name to PopSci, P-O-P-S-C-I. Mm. Got to stay cool with um, kids. And they're going to just do some articles online. Um, mm. But no magazine, no like official deep content. This makes me sad. Why do we start with such a sad piece of news, man? Wow. Well, I had to get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, you're bumming me out. No. You know, they killed DVDs this year, and now they're killing popular <laughs> science. I can't believe this. I bet it'd be so cool to go back to those 1920 issues and see what... Oh, and see what the technology yeah. rave was about? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. End of an era. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if you can scroll down just a little bit to yeah. show... Um, yeah, right there. So kind of click through those, some of the mm-hmm. earlier catalogs or the yeah. magazines. Yeah. And just all the technology. It's crazy. Ham radio. Talks about... Airplanes mm. when flight was first. Oh, geez, Louise. So, so bummy. Wow. <laughs> so we'll move on to a happier time. I was going to say, this next one better be good. All right. <laughs> oh, man, more well, depression. <laughs> this is a bummer, too. So, you know. What are you doing to me, Doug? <laughs> it's end of the year, time to clean things up, try, 
time to throw trash away, and that means your old uh, <laughs> Gmail account. Uh, wow. Google has announced for months and months and months, I've got several emails, uh, <laughs> that if your Google account is dormant, it's going bye-bye. Yeah. And I'm sure, and you coming from the IT world, this is going to massively help their servers maybe or oh, yeah. help uh, uh, some domain lists, if I'm using the right word. So. No, you're spot on. It's a server um, resources. It's expensive to host all this kind of stuff. And it's while they have ads inside of Gmail, it's free. So you get it. You know, you got a clean house. It's a good business yeah. decision. I know I have used gmail for setting up so many things whether it's a oh, throwaway yeah. account for you know I, I know for a while there i had done it for like the kids had had xbox um uh guest accounts and i made guest accounts for each one i think i used gmail on, instead of outlook <laughs> and if they're not used they're going to get blown away so it's interesting what this could impact because i even know in my work career there were situations where there were these smart printers you know like they can they can fax they can oh, do yeah. Xerox copies, like all that kind of stuff. Well, oftentimes in order to just get it to be able to be print, like to be able to print to them, uh, you had to have a, a public email address associated with them. So you would just go out and part of the practice was create a Gmail account, use that. So I wonder if this will impact like small businesses or businesses that kind of did that kind of stuff too. So, Yeah, I don't know. Um, one of the things says to reduce the risk of your account getting deleted you would have used it within the last two years. So, you'd have to so email. if you haven't logged in since 2021, Google said uh, you're probably going to have your account deleted. Yeah, the, the real kick in the face is I know you can use your Gmail for Apple ID. And again, a lot of companies I work for, their Apple IDs were tied to, the, to a Gmail. that Just a throwaway Gmail. But you didn't email with it. You didn't log into it. So I think this could be... Yep. Far reaching, not just for people on personal level, but even businesses. So it's gonna be interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I see why they do it though. They gotta. They gotta so, one of the things that, that kind of worried me just coming from the world of Xbox and PlayStation with usernames mm -hmm. is Google said if they delete an, act, an inactive account, that uh, Gmail address cannot be used again to create a new account. Oh, so it's not like you So, can that do being a said, if you recovery. want something cool like, uh, I can't even think of a name, but. Super Soldier 21, just yeah. something made up. So if that's already been deleted, you my understanding get, is no one else can even get it. Wow. Yeah. That's a, wow. And what's funny is like, I remember so many people have Gmail because it was the cool thing to go to. You remember oh, it yeah. was Yahoo. It was uh, uh, Hotmail. Hotmail. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can always tell when somebody gives you their Hotmail. You're like, oh, my God, really? You're that well, old. It's going to be that way with so Gmail. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But a lot of people still have those accounts. And But yeah. I remember I moved from Hotmail or whatever, I had, you know, over to Gmail because it was cool at the time. So, Yeah, you know, back in the day, and uh, some of our younger audience won't understand, but uh, Yahoo Messenger was the stuff. AOL Messenger, MSN Messenger. MSN. That yeah. was the place to be back in the day. Yeah. Different times. It's like the old uh, west. Yeah. <laughs> Strike a lighter. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see our next one here. I got to get these ads out of the way. All yeah, right. As I'm you're gonna, doing I'm that, I'll kind of talk. Yeah. Uh, I think we're about a week or two late. I think it's already been taken care of. Okay. But for the last couple of weeks, I've seen nothing but Apple's name drop feature. And I've seen it in the news on TV, local news. I've seen it. And uh, like police social media posts, 
Uh, even our local police department shared it. Uh, it is uh, Apple's name drop feature. Uh, people are worried that if you get close to another phone, all your contacts can go Sent to that to other phone. Wirelessly, yeah. It's meant to be easy for you to share your contact information. But the idea is that if I just come in proximity to you, it may send it, right? But I think they've, they put guardrails on this now, so this shouldn't be an I, issue. I, and I think uh, when everybody was sharing it, some kind of more uh, connected iOS people said, this isn't a real thing. You all are worrying about stuff that you shouldn't worry about. Yeah, I think you have I to think get the phones AirDrop- to actually touch and stuff like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, and I think the way I read it is uh, AirDrop, uh, you can send stuff, but this, you would have to send the confirmation on each phone. Yeah. Like, you both have to agree. sending it. Yeah. You both have to be in agreement. So it looks, it sounds like they already had some safeguards in there, but sometimes these things are kind of clickbaity too. You know, they're trying to get people just worried. Oh, yeah. But you do get the risk. I mean, you don't, especially with a lot of teenagers with phones and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of weirdos out there. So you do have to stay safe. So I'm glad they got it fixed though. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Oh, right, here we go. Now this. Now we're getting some exciting news. This I'll let is you exciting. Take this. Here's, yeah. here's fun. All right. So uh, for those of you that are into video gaming, uh, there's a lot of buzz. And I, I thought it's coming within the next day or so. But basically, Rockstar Games, who creates Grand Theft Auto, announced that the next game will have a trailer release, I think, this upcoming week probably within the next day or so it is tuesday at 10 a.m central time Look at you spot on with the research you're like the rogan show pull that up jamie yeah. <laughs> you got it right there that's awesome so a lot of people are really really excited um uh about this reveal uh there's been some buzz leaks around it about what they're doing and i've sent you some of the coolest ones uh mm-hmm. and there's things in it like they're talking about uh, you age, your character actually ages in game. That was a big one. Uh, they are trying to integrate AI into the NPCs instead of just having scripted conversation. I mean, yeah. we've said that on the show many, many times. The minute they do that, it's just going to make the game so much more playable. I mean, characters that remember what your choices are, remember you, um, come up with their own problems, have their own schedule in game. So it's going to be interesting. So. And then I kind of wonder, depending on like their engine and progress they've made, how realistic is it going to look? We already know the Unreal Engine 5. It just We saw that body cam footage game, for example, with the VR that I shared with you. It, it, it's almost indiscernible from real video footage. So very curious about this because the GTA 5, some people modded it out and they added realistic graphics and it already looked like photorealism. So I'm excited yeah. to find out about this. I think it's a 2024 or sorry. Yes, 2024 release is why they're starting to, you know. Well, and I have to make a correction. So I oh. went the wrong way on oh. our uh, global continent. So it's 8 a.m., uh, not 10 a.m. So I went the oh. wrong way. Hey, you got the date right. That's all that matters. Yep. So 8 a.m., uh, this Tuesday, December 5th. Yep. I'm looking at the YouTube page. There's an active live countdown. It's got uh, 42 cool. hours, 11 minutes, and 18 seconds and counting. That's really cool. So you can actually, like, People are really, yeah. But really I can throw it in the chat for this. our viewers here. Let me throw it in there for you. Because uh, like, <laughs> there's some people that are talking about how like uh, they're gonna take step away from work <laughs> just so that they can watch the actual uh, the video. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's only gonna be a small trailer. Uh, but yeah, so they actually have a YouTube page with an active uh, countdown on it. 
Yeah, there it is. Look at that. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, I've seen some com- comments kind of flooding in a little bit. Uh, people are actively commenting. Oh, people are yeah. so excited. And I think this takes place in like a Florida-esque type area. So it almost will have mm-hmm. like some Vice City vibes to it. Uh, That'll be good. There's rumors about uh, they actually have real life people. You know, the radio stations in the cars. Yeah, They've actually oh, yeah. got like full podcast in the cars that That's they've done. Amazing. I mentioned Joe Rogan a moment ago. There's rumors that he recorded podcasts I've, or they took pre-recorded podcasts and put them on a station. I heard that too. Yeah. Music, uh, partnerships with like Snoop Dogg for me. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's going to be, they're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> well, and you look at the last one, I think it's been going on for 10 years. It's yeah. spanned over three generations of consoles. Oh yeah. I'm talking about the big boys, you know, Sony, PlayStation, uh, mm-hmm. so. Nintendo, or Sony, and Xbox. That's what I meant. But I know what you yeah. mean. Sony, Xbox, yeah, and X in uh, Nintendo. But yeah, they keep yep. repacking. It's a very Skyrim esque, right? Has a cult following. There's people who don't even play a lot of video games, but they only play GTA. Mm-hmm. You know, so forty two hours as of the recording of the show, we will definitely report on it though. The countdown is on. <laughs> there you go. Final countdown. Speaking yeah. of GTA, this is kind of cool. Not yeah, sure Rockstar you, is just kicking butt. Yeah, go ahead there. I mean, do you, first of all, have you ever even tried this? So Netflix has a video game element. I have where not played any games on there. I have. It actually works pretty well. So here's oh. the premise. Anyone who has a Netflix account can do this. Uh, now you have to have the Netflix app on like your smartphone or a tablet to do this. Okay. But, and I think you may even be able to do it through your browser or on um, any type of uh, device. But the idea behind it is there's a there's a icon in there for games and they just like they stream a movie to you, they'll stream a game to you. Now, the game that I played was uh, Into the Breach, which is a pixelated strategy game. It's not like a lot of frames per second. I mean, it's it's a newer style game, but it's not very taxing, but it worked perfectly. I played it on my phone and uh, it works absolutely great. Uh, They do. They can put a localized version of it on your phone. So I know I was in an area that did not have cell signal and I was still able to play it. So apparently they have an agreement with take two and all the, the trilogy uh, for grand theft auto, which actually starts with number three, by the way, which is weird. I know Uh, three Vice city and then San Andreas is going to be available in December on the Netflix app. So that means if you never played these, you have Netflix and you're interested, play it on your phone, you play on your tablet. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, uh, to say for some of those listeners, if you don't know what Grand Theft Auto is, it is not for children. I mean, not to be the bummer, but you (laughs) need to, just like movies, pre-screen your movies for kids, you need to pre-screen GTA for kids. Yeah. But the great thing about it is, like, I'm just going to say, I absolutely love um, Vice City is one of my favorite because the music. It's set in the 80s. You jump in a car and you have, like, Eddie Money or you know, Michael Jackson or Metallica, something like blaring you know, Guns N' Roses. It's just the soundtracks on a lot of these mm. games. Now, there's a lot of controversy because they had redone these games, uh, you know, better better graphics, that kind of thing. Yeah. But they took out a lot of the music because they don't own the licensing for them that they did at the time. The agreement had expired. So, uh, But the original ones, they're all great. And I think it was Vice City was the one that really started the music trend. San Andreas has a lot of rap um hip-hop from 90s some great stuff yeah. in it because it takes great place stuff, you know, yeah. uh in california so i'm excited about that that's kind of cool so rockstar getting out there absolutely all right the next one is uh interesting one 
uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I have mixed emotions. So Columbia, which is a clothing brand, quite pricey at times, known for a lot of their outer winter wear. Uh, they have a Star Wars Hoth, if you're unfamiliar with that from the Empire Strikes Back. It's the uh, yep. the cold ice planet. Uh, Hoth, uh, basically wearable jackets, what looks like a weird jumpsuit and hoodie. Uh, and it's so funny. It says your yeah, Tauntaun will most. <laughs> it says your Tauntaun will most definitely approve of this cold new weather gear lineup. Uh, and I saw Mark Hamill, the uh, the guy that plays Luke uh, Skywalker. He was signing a lot of these and giving them away on his Instagram. But dang, dude, the uh, snowsuit, which is the Skywalker pilot ski suit, five hundred dollars. Yowzers! Yeah. It's that blazing bright orange. I definitely, people see you, and they got like cool little tags on it, like a. R2-D2 schematic underneath the flap. I don't know. Cool. I get it. Um, but eh, I don't know. $350 for Luke Skywalker jacket. Are you going yeah, to go for I'm any of these? I'm a fan, but I don't think so. And orange, I don't think, brings out my eyes. No, yeah. I, I mean, it's cool, uh, but it's kind of gimmicky, yeah. too. I will say, if you're a skier, my favorite thing oh, are the absolutely. goggles. The goggles are kind of cool. See the, They look really the, cool. They have yeah. these uh, ski goggles you wear going down the... The slopes there, but three hundred dollars though for them, but they're kind of cool. Uh, and then like a a hat that has a Skywalker ball cap. Uh, t shirt ain't bad, but fifty five dollars for a t shirt, seventy five or seventy dollars for a long sleeve shirt. It's a cool little graphic though. They have Luke in the snow with an AT Walker coming at him, and of course, no look is complete without a fanny pack. Absolutely not. A, f- a fifty dollars. Those are coming back, but I think they're not 50. being worn across the uh, waist. They're they're uh, crossbody. Cross that's a big one. Yeah. yeah, but no fanny pack's been a thing for a little while now. They yeah they made a comeback, but you can get a fifty dollars one. There you go. You know, I go to my old man phase, but uh, you know, a lot of the youth are wearing those crossbody packs. Yeah. Back in my day, <laughs> right? We wore our fanny packs on our fannies. <laughs> well, our fanny packs were lime green and <laughs> bright with our windbreakers. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we look good, dang uh, it. Uh, this next one I'm excited about. It's, so it's uh, a trailer release for Furiosa, a Mad it Max 2. It does look awesome. Now, hot take here. If you never saw Mad Max Fury Road, a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, they were like, oh, it's not much of a story. Honestly, I love Fury Road. I think it's a chef gift. I think it's like I thought it was cinematically yeah. beautiful. They used real Cirque du Soleil acrobats in it. I mean, George Miller is the guy that does these movies. He did all the original Mad Maxes, like OG eighties. He's very much about practical effects. All the vehicles run. All the actors are doing real stunts. Yes, there's CG in it for like the weather, but he's all about not having much CG. He's old school, and I think it shows. Uh, because these movies are just unbelievable. And of course, the world of Mad Max, if you're unaware, uh, it's essentially post-apocalyptic and uh, it takes place in the desert and the big commodity is water. I'm not ruining anything for you here, by the way, just simply because that's a fact. <laughs> so yeah. are you excited about this? What do you think of those first movies? A lot of people didn't like them. I love them. I thought they were great. You know, we have the uh, Mel Gibson era of uh, Mad Max. He did a really good job. I think this uh, modern day uh, special effects, modern day cinematography, it looked great. Uh, one of the funniest, coolest things on her was the big guitar guy taking him <laughs> into battle. Yes. That was amazing. Oh, you mean from Fury Road? Yes, Fury yeah. Road. Sorry. I yeah. love that. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, 
Conan O'Brien did a spoof of the guitar guy uh, for Comic Con. And nice. he, he dressed up as that. And then Annie Richter, his sideshow person, dressed up as Emojin Joe, the guy with the mask. And that's their cosplay. And uh, Conan's on this vehicle, like, shredding. The flames are shooting out of the guitar. And they have, like, they borrowed, like, the vehicles they use in the movie. And then they're stopped on the side of the road looking at a map because they got lost. They're trying to get to San awesome. Diego to Comic-Con. It's, it's a funny skit. It's really, really good. So Awesome. I love these movies. So yeah, A lot of people were mad about Oh, real quick, yeah. I was just say a lot of people are also mad about uh, this is a prequel. So Shalice Theron, who was Furiosa in those uh, prior, the one before the Fury Road, uh, it's not her because, well, you know. You took the words right out of my no, mouth. Uh, sorry, didn't mean to steal that. <laughs> no, no, you're good. So Anna Taylor uh, Joy, she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, now, Charlize Theron is in the credits. Oh, so she's uh, probably making an appearance. So she may make an appearance. Tom Hardy, great. He was in uh, Fury Road. So. Maybe they'll uh, do something at the end where they'll pick up where they left off on that last one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love these movies. I think they're wonderful. I really enjoy them. They're just, they're a hoot. So I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Now, this is kind of cool. Christmas theme here. Advent calendars. Yeah. I came across this and I thought this was kind of neat. So I just threw it in there. Uh, so advent calendars, if you're unaware, again, lived in a rock <laughs> underneath a rock or something like that. Uh, these are things that you open each day on the way to Christmas. These have become really popular and there's some really cool geeky ones, especially if you have kids, like there's a Lego star Wars one. So every day you get a Lego star Wars characters, bluey. If you have little kids, mm-hmm. uh, J- Doug, did you look at any of these? Did you like any of them? I did. Um, the fallout one, obviously caught my eye. Oh, you love fallout. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I believe you got me a Skyrim uh, advent calendar last year. Did a year ago. Or two last years year. ago. No, it was last yeah. year. I think it was. Oh, it was like, amazing. It's all a blur. All the cool little stuff that came in it. Yeah. It's, it's really something cool. about uh, the little things of getting a little reward every day to Christmas. It's nice. Uh, we really got into these as a family. My wife has a, a cheese of the day because she loves cheese. Oh. And so <laughs> some of them aren't geeky. Some are just practical. We have ones for our cats. So there's oh, cat treats nice. or cat toys. Uh, my daughter has a Lego one, I believe, right now. So, yeah, there's some really cool now, ones out of here. Another shout out, and uh, this will make him happy. But our buddy Matt Uh-oh. has a pretty nice wife that gets him a beer a day advent calendar. No, oh, it's wow. little micro brews and IPAs okay. and stuff. Are they full size beers or are they little? Yeah, just one can. Oh, it's, but, but I it's mean, a full size can. Them and yeah, everything. She does a great job. Yeah. Hmm. That's actually pretty cool. You could probably pretty much find an advent calendar for anything that you're interested oh, in anymore. Absolutely, yeah. These are hot right now. They really are. So yeah. I thought it was cool. I threw it in there just because if anybody's looking for any ideas, uh, a lot of these aren't, most of these are on Amazon. So if you go out and check for them, you can find them. Very nice. All right. You want to take this next one? Yeah. Make sure I'm on the right page here. It's about All our right. subscription so, services. Yep. I was on the wrong page. Apple and Paramount are discussing a streaming bundle to fight subscription fatigue. And, you know, I have subscription fatigue. You know, I have <laughs> Disney and Hulu, which they are joining together, thank God. I've got Netflix, HBO Max. I've got Paramount. I'm going to get Apple. Apple. I'm going to get Apple in yeah. January because there's a series coming out yep. from uh, Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Really got to check that out. So Apple and Paramount now joining that seems like a great idea to me start bundling all the stuff together 
because my app screen is just loaded with stuff. Well, and the cost. They're starting to get so much. Well, they keep jacking the price up. And a lot of people are starting to like say, look, this is starting to get to be as much as, you know, when we had satellite or cable before. Uh, so yeah. yeah, there's some good stuff. You you get Apple, you're gonna really like it. There's good stuff on there, man. You gotta you gotta check out mm-hmm. Tesla. Ted Lasso. It's got some great stuff oh, on yes. there. Oh, dude. Now I've had it before, and one of my favorite shows I'll look up kind of while we're talking here was about. Uh, oh, it's Severance. I remembered it. Oh my god. Have you seen that? Oh, have I seen it? One of oh, my favorite shows. I love shows. that show. I love that show. Severance yeah. is incredible. Like, and it was great too because I absolutely fell in love with Ted Lasso. I didn't think I would, and I did, yeah. and then. Severance had came out when one of the seasons had stopped and both my wife and I were like, man, how are you going to top Ted Lasso? Then we got into Severance and we're like, now it's different. Ted Lasso is a feel good comedy. Mm-hmm. Severance is serious, but it is such a mind bender. I cannot suggest that anybody check that show out enough. It is so, so good. If you love sci-fi, yes. oh my gosh, Severance. Apple really is. Well, and what surprised me work. about Severance, you know, watching the credits was Ben Stiller is one of the directors. He is. He's one of the uh, directors and Which, writers. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's a serious thing. So it's kind of, you know, kind of like Jordan oh, Peele. Oh, it gets dark. And yeah. Deep, somebody yeah. who were used to comedy doing some serious stuff. So it, it's awesome. But I'm, I'm glad that they're starting to, at least if this bundling thing works and it actually uh, reduces some cost, that would be awesome for everybody. And hopefully other, other, you know, streaming services will do it. Absolutely. All right. We're on our last one. Now, this one surprised me. I did not expect this like at all. We talked about it, maybe even the last episode that we had, but the trailer dropped for Doug. Say it. Fallout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Little... Yeah. <sighs> there you go. Cheer. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, looking at the trailer, it looks amazing. You know, you yeah. pick up on several things right away. The fa- the fallout shelter, the classic vault boy suit. Um, I just get, noticed she has uh, she, she has a pit boy in her arm. I uh-huh. didn't catch that the first few times I've watched this. Now you I, see some ghouls. I believe you see uh, rad roaches. Yep. So we're kind of watching the video here for those uh, watching live. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's going to be on Prime Video. Yep. Which that's another awesome reason on Prime. Get yep. your packages fast. Get your good shows too. I'm so excited about this. I, I, what I love is that it is so much like the game. And that's oh. the big problem. When you have a lot of these interpretations, they just they kind of go, even Halo, had it did pretty good. Halo, I, I would say, was one of the better ones. But even mm-hmm. The Last of Us, they kept the, the clickers look just like the game. But mm, it didn't have exactly. It didn't have that feel. quite feel, yeah. This spot on between the yeah right uh, now we're looking at brotherhoods and a uh, power armor suit. I oh mean, my gosh, it I can go so on and on. It's a- I also love that they kept so in the game. If you're unfamiliar with it, um, everybody wears so the premises. It's post apocalyptic. Uh, it's like an alternate history in that if the 1950s technology of nuclear were to just like become really popular, well then of course it's a nuclear war all over the world, ruins the world, and it's about the aftermath. A lot of people who had the means could go underground into these vaults and they wore these suits. I love that the suits, they're actually bright blue with yellow pin striping or stripes on them. They kept that. So that's good. You know, it just, it looks, it looks amazing. And and do you know who did, uh, do you know who did this? This is uh, uh, Ron Howard. uh, Todd Howard is the guy that does the, that is the video game 
uh, guy. He's the video game director. But no, for the, the TV series, it's actually uh, Christopher Nolan's brother, oh. if I remember correctly. Yes, Jonathan Nolan. Now, Jonathan Nolan, he's known for Westworld on HBO. And so, yeah, so the guy that did The Dark Knight uh, in Inception, uh, his brother is the one doing this. So, Yeah, and Ron Howard, I don't know. I must have been watching too much Andy Griffith. So. <laughs> Apollo th- he did Apollo 13. Maybe that's yeah. what you're thinking. Ron Howard did Apollo 13. <laughs> so, oh, man, I'll get with it one day. <laughs> Doug's, Doug's low on sleep, everybody. It's not his fault. It's yeah, okay. you know. <laughs> so. But well, like any, I'll go on my soapbox here, any video or any movie turned into a or adaptation yep, i do need some sleep so any <laughs> video game turned into a movie you know you always have these diehard fans of are they going to ruin it just like any book turned into a movie so yeah. some books have there's been tons ruined. and tons of fallout fans i'm just hoping we have one of the best adaptations so far the trailer there. looks good it's promising right i mean it looks yeah. it looks awesome uh, but you're right. Anytime they go to touch any of this, I'm like, eh, should you? Eh, don't do it. <laughs> don't mess it up. Please don't mess it up. Yeah, this is looking absolutely. awesome. I think April is when this is going to drop. So I'm excited. I mean, looking at the screens, like I said, the Vertibirds, the uh, Power Armor, the Pip-Boy, everything looks amazing so far. Makes me want to go play Fallout, though, when I watch that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and that does it for our news. Let's go ahead and get on to our next main topic. As I get that set up, Doug, uh, why don't you go ahead and tee us up to what we're going to talk about? We're heading into Christmas. So All right. do you ever well, snuggle in try- and watch certain movies? I do. And I'm going to try to get fancy with my camera here. Tell me if it goes a little Whoa. wonky. Uh, Whoa. I'm uh, setting the mood for those on video. Christmas wow. time. I got my little fireplace right here you know everything you. very nice very nice changes backgrounds where it's all like decorated see ai is going to be able to do that for you in the future you know that, oh right? definitely <laughs> uh, so this is about as fancy as i get here wow you, but yeah well, christmas you, movies uh, hold a awesome. special place in my heart uh, after thanksgiving dinner after you know black friday shopping uh it's definitely put the christmas tree up start watching those movies because there's a ton of them out there so what we've done today is kind of picked our list, and I'm looking at it. We really don't have the same things, which is awesome. We only but, had one. Uh, we only had one duplicate, yeah. and I threw it to mine mainly because your list was so much longer, and I needed an extra one. So I thought hey, you wouldn't mind. As I, long st- as I wanted to stay at like four or five because I saw you had that, and I'm like, no, I got to put this no. and this and this. So. You put some good ones that I hadn't thought of. Like normally when Doug and I do this, there's always a cross like the same. This time mm-hmm. surprised me. I'm like, wow, out of this list, there's only one repeat that's pretty good which means well, there's probably think, a lot of good christmas uh, movies yeah i think it's based on how you're raised like generationally and what your parents liked and what you liked you know i have a lot of movies i wasn't even a thought in my parents eye they're so old but i've also got some movies that these were the go-tos that we watched every single christmas eve christmas morning that's awesome and it's fun like leading up to christmas to watch these you know turn your mind off so i put yours first so i'm gonna have you walk yeah. through yours uh first here so really no particular order but uh the polar express uh, i used to get this book read to me by my mother every christmas time every uh, like great december yeah. great amazing book and the movie and then the movie oh, adaptation you know like i said you kind of worry that they're gonna mess up the adaptation but they did amazing tom hanks uh, plays multiple characters in it uh the uh 
sights and sounds and all the hilariousness. Uh, it's a really great movie. Yep. And a fun fact about this, our friend Joe uh, has taken his family on, and it's it's not just one part of the country, multiple parts of the country have this, but I know around the St. Louis, Missouri area, there is a theme Polar Express. Out of Union Station, yep. That's right. That you can like take your kids on. They do hot chocolate and all that. Really cool. That's kind of neat. What a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the one that told me about it because uh, we had gone to like train rides before with him and his wife to do like uh, dinner train and that sort of thing. And then he's like, hey, did you know you had this? He was the one that mentioned it to us. I haven't done it myself, but I know that they've done it. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a great movie. Great movie. Yep. All right. You ready for your next one? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. So the next one, <sighs> we so watch good. this every single Christmas Eve. This is And good. Uh, my parents would be upset if I didn't mention it, but uh, <laughs> Muffet's Christmas Carol. I can't tell you, I've looked and I couldn't find the exact number, but how many times the Christmas Carol, you know, the Charles Dickens story has been done, Tons. redone, but this is by far one of the best and hilarious uh, uh, compilations or redos of it. And I have some in my list that are Christmas Carol. You're right. It's like classic. It keeps getting redone, but I did not have the Muppet one on. It's great. It's my opinion. One, if not the best Muppet movie. Just oh, gonna yeah. say that, yeah. So, so to really throw good. it out there, you know, Christmas Carol was written by Charles Dickens in 1843, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's still going. That's how such an amazing story he wrote back then. Yep, and then have it adapted by Jim Henson Studios with the Muppets. It's just, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, and it's got Michael Caine in it. He's he's great. Oh, actor. he does a great job as Scrooge. Yep. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Which I'm sure he probably played it on Broadway or not, if not Broadway, on stage because he's a traditional stage actor so he's probably he's well versed he did a very good job all right your next one next one one. home alone i mean i keep uh with the hits here yeah such a great movie yeah and uh one odd fact and i talked to my wife about this does the mac and cheese look amazing (laughs) (laughs) you know we have a, a buddy here that has a studio in columbia that he makes commercials and movies and stuff his Key is lighting. I would love to talk to him about the lighting of the Mac and Cheese. Of all the things you could talk to him about on right. film and movies and how they get made, you want to ask, how do they do? It the looked Mac like and... it was glowing. And then he Mac got interrupted. So I'm like, <laughs> he, Macaulay Culkin is just trying to sit down for a nice craft macaroni and cheese dinner. Oh my God. That he made all by himself and he didn't burn the house down. Anyway, so back to Home Alone. <laughs> Yeah, Great this movie, movie would not work today, though, because all the kids have cell phones. They would just text their mom, hey, you left me at home. Now, it's funny you say that, and I think you've seen it, too, but Macaulay Culkin did an ad with Google. He, he did. And Google Home and yeah. Google he's Nest. Old. He's older in it, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And it basically, he locks the doors from his phone, I think, and sets the alarm, and he moves the cutout basketball and baseball characters around his living room (laughs) and then he texts his mother and his mom's like oh i'm sorry i'm coming back to you (laughs) yeah he just got a star on the hollywood uh, walk of fame literally this past week yeah and what was cool uh is that the lady that played his mom in home alone was there to support him and so yes that's awesome good pick i forgot about home alone man look at you all right next one Yes. Next one is the Santa Claus. And I like to say the Santa Claus series. I think How there's many about of them four there? of them. Four? I think four. And then they just came out with a series. I was going to say, isn't there another Netflix. one? Netflix. Yeah. Let me. 
And is it Tim Hold Allen? On, I'm doing some research in the background. No, you're fine. I'm trying to remember if uh, Tim Allen is doing the late the the latest series as well. Hmm. So I don't believe he is here. I've got it pulled up. Uh, yeah, he is actually. Sorry. So it's on oh, Disney. Cool. It starts uh, started November eighth. It's called the Santa Clauses. Oh, but it's and a it's a continuation show. of the movie series. But it's a show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Very cool. I know I saw an like ad for that. They have twelve episodes out right now. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. These are all really, really good. Tim Allen, especially in his heyday, awesome. Very, very funny. So these are good. All right. Classic. I, it's not a Christmas without a Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, growing up, uh, a shocker to some of our younger generation. I had three channels growing up. 8, 13, 17, and then, well, four maybe. Channel 25, kind of sketchy. Yeah. So that puts me in a <laughs> geographical location there. But yeah. It was the religious channel. So every uh, Christmas, every Thanksgiving, the specials come on, you know, uh, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown Christmas. The music in this is what I love, and then just kind of the wholesome theme. Yeah. We have a friend, uh, a friend of our mutual friend named Alex who can play the piano like nobody's business. Every oh, single Christmas, I would ask him to play the the uh, you know the songs from this on the piano because they're so good. So, yep, classic, dude. You, you're swinging for the fences today. I will I say am. that I'm hitting all the hot the hits yep. here. So, uh, now shout out to my sister. We're doing shout outs today. So yeah, shout so, out to my sister. She loves this movie. I do too. It just cracks her up every time we watch it's it great together. Movie. Uh, she's coming back hopefully to visit uh, next couple months. We'll awesome. watch it again. This Elf one never gets old. The movie I'm, yeah. yeah. So the movie I'm talking about is Elf. You know, sorry, I'm forgetting my uh, audio-only listeners here. Elf with uh, Will Ferrell, James Caan. I mean, James Caan, this like tough gangster action star, is now the father of a strange middle-aged elf coming <laughs> from North Pole. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Such a great movie. Call me Elf one more time. Right. Or call me Dwarf. That's what it was. <laughs> Whichever it was. You know, my late night shenanigans as a cop, I have to, no joke, chase this raccoon away from this one building because it scares the custodians. <laughs> so I you always think of this to, movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at your little guy. <laughs> I want to think of Will Ferrell trying to hug a raccoon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Such and a I'm great thinking movie. The custodians just need to hug the raccoon. What's really cool about this movie is if you ever get a chance, I am huge into like how things are made, especially film. They chose, especially for the first half of the film when he's in the North Pole, spoiler alert, uh, it shouldn't be a spoiler alert, he's, he was raised by Santa, uh, but they chose to film it all with perspective shots, meaning that's an old school filming technique where they do placement of actors in the background and him in the foreground. So when he's sitting in the classroom uh, and he looks like he's bigger than all the other kids, He's actually on a platform closer to the camera lens while everybody else is in the background, but it makes him look huge. They did that with all of the, all of the things, you know, and it's so cool how they shot those scenes. So it's an awesome movie. It it never gets old. I'm glad you put this on there. Yeah. I think one of the funniest things, I believe his father was played by Ed Asner. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he sits on Ed Asner's lap, and he looks huge. Yeah. He looks ginormous. They did that all with perspective shots. No, his father's not yep. Ed Asner. Ed Asner was was in the movie. Ed Asner was Santa Claus. Bob Newhart oh, was okay. his dad. Yep. Bob Newhart. Yep. yep. Dang it. Absolutely great. That you had the right, more though. sleep. <laughs> no, no, you, but you had the right actor. Yeah. All right. Next up. 
Next up, no, Grinch stole Christmas. Now the question should be, which Grinch do I like? I prefer, I believe, the original cartoon. And I have a little note here, uh, 1966. The OG. That's right. I agree with you. Jim Carrey's amazing. Like, no. Oh, I, yeah. I use that poster just because that's what popped up. And then uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, if I'm saying his name right, mm-hmm. uh, he also played the Grinch. Kind of a more cartoony Pixar edition. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen that one. That's cool. I'll check that one out. Yeah. So uh, let me see. Which When did it come out? It's important to know. I just was reading that Jim Carrey's coming back for another Grinch. He's doing it again. Oh. Yeah. They're amazing. doing a second continuation of it. So, And nothing so, against Jim Carrey. He's amazing. I just want to be oh, clear yeah. It's just, I like the original cartoon one too. So the Grinch, just the Grinch, is with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. It came out in 2018. Okay, cool. Let's check that out. He's got a great. So I'd definitely tell you to check that out. Oh yeah, cool. That's that's good. Good honorable mention there. All right, you're going so classic. Miracle on 34th Street. Now I have to go back to the old one or the new one, and I have to go to the 1994 with uh, Mara Wilson. Most yep. people know her by playing Matilda. Mm-hmm. And then Richard Attenborough, most know him from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yep, he played uh, the Doctor. With the and Amber. then you got hits like Dylan McDermott um, and James Remar. He is in a bunch of kind of '90s action films, mm-hmm. so really good movie. Yep, and I don't, and I just grabbed the poster for the old one for those that are not that are just listening. I honestly, I don't think I've seen the '94 edition. So, oh, yeah, it's a great one. I'll yep. check that one out. I kind of forgot it's they... a modern spin on it. Uh, some popular actors you may know. Cool. Now, this one is called, and I'm gonna let you explain it. I have no clue what this is. You're gonna have to explain this to me. It was 1984. Yeah. I will say that it's really old. The night they saved Christmas. Now, forgive me. Now, the, the poster is German. Uh, that's just the one I got. This is not a German movie, right? <laughs> No, it's okay. not. I just happened to grab that. So, what is this, Doug? I'm glad you asked me that way because um, I found this, you know, back in my days of three or four channels on TV. This came on. Somehow I fell in love with it. Uh, my wife says, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I've never heard and of it. And my mother says, you know, it wasn't that good. I don't know why you like this movie. I never heard of it. So uh, there must be some fond memory. So... Uh, an oil company is exploring uh, two Arctic sites up in the North Pole. They need to start blasting to uh, grab the oil. Uh, and then they start rocking Santa Claus's village. Well, the the mission is for these children to stop the oil company from blasting and to save Santa Claus's village. Okay, so the night they saved Christmas. Got it. Yeah. I had never heard of this, man. I bet the trailer is cringy. I have to check that out. It's uh, real cringy. <laughs> so I honestly don't know why I like it, but it, there's something there. It's just like, wow, cool. Okay. I have to check it out. If not, just to see. All right, it's my turn. Now, I will say I did awesome. go in an order. I had a theory to my madness. I did go into oh, order. Okay. I started with like my absolute favorite. Top of the list. I, I thought about this long and hard. Four Christmases with Vince oh, Vaughn yeah. and Reese Witherspoon. I love this movie. I love the premise. I think it's hilarious. I'd love the pacing of it. Uh, it's up there for me. So this one is probably the, the top. We watch it every year. And there's one-liners in it that always crack me up. So mm. um, the idea behind it is that uh, two people that don't want to spend Christmas with their families, they're a couple, and they don't have kids. And then they end up uh, <laughs> getting messed up to where they have to go see their families because their flight to go to the tropics uh, 
doesn't go out and then hilarity ensues but it's really really good as they visit all of their different families that it's a blended family and both sets of parents uh have been divorced and it's it's absolutely a funny movie you got to see it so have you seen this one i have it's really good yeah it's it's one of my all-time favorite it always makes me laugh so it kind of reminds me of an honorable mention to christmas with the cranks that's a that one's similar to this but a different yeah. story. Yeah, that's a they great kinda, movie. I didn't put kinda that Kind of want to skip Christmas and go on a vacation. Yeah, it's a similar premise. There's plays out a little bit differently. But yeah, similar premise. And I, I think it's really good. Good good call out. Now, this yeah. is the one that we had. This is the only one Doug and I duplicated. And it is National mm-hmm. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, I great almost movie. put this as number one. I, I'm going to dare say it may be tied with four Christmases for me. Yeah. So, But I watch it every year. What about you? Every year. You know, uh, there's so many one-liners. Uh, that you can just repeat the whole movie. Gotcha. Our local theater does retro nights. I know last year, a couple of years ago, they would play Christmas Vacation on mm-hmm. the big screen. That's cool. And I never got to experience that. It came out in 89. I was, what, three years old or something? I don't know. I was nine. But going back to the movies, getting soda popcorn and enjoying it on the big screen is yeah. such a great experience. There are certain scenes from this movie that just always get me today. Uh, the the two top two is when... The ant wraps the cat in in the Christmas yes. present. It's shaking, and then when the oh, cat man. chews on my wife hates this because she loves cats, but it always makes yeah. me laugh. When the cat chews on the Christmas light and fries it, and then Uncle yeah. Eddie goes, "If that kitty cat had nine lives, and that pussy cat had nine lives, he just wasted all of them." Oh man, such a one-liner movie. Yeah, uh, one of the funniest yeah. parts for me is he puts that non-industrial cooking spray on his uh, for the sled. Metal, uh, sled, and I mean he goes oh, ninety to nothing like a like a SpaceX rocket there. Just, just so many moments in this. It's like one bit after the next. It's what I oh, love about my gosh. it. Yeah, yeah. Just I love this movie. So yeah, this one's up there for me. For sure. But this was the only one Doug and I had duplicated because you got to have it on there. So. Uh, I had to put that on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, uh, now I would say this. Uh, the next one for me is old school. It's a Wonderful Life. I never really liked this film much, to be honest with you, except over Thanksgiving, just past Thanksgiving. We happened to watch it at my in-laws. It's happening. On, and I'll be honest with you. I gave it another chance. Maybe it's because I'm older yeah. now and maybe I kind of get some of how deep it is. The movie actually holds up pretty well. And so I decided to throw it on there. It's really good. Have you ever seen this one? I have, you know, and for those uh, listening in 1946, such a great classic that's still prevalent today. Yeah, it holds up. It's got some sad themes on it, but uh, it builds you up. It's a great like roller coaster of emotions. It breaks you down. You feel bad. And then it at the end, boom, everything's going to work out just fine. Remind you about what's important. That's the ultimate thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It resonated with me. So I gave it a chance and. Uh, I'm glad I did because uh, I, I, now I'm going to get really weird on you. Okay. Yeah. Doug okay. was swinging for the fences. I have to just put in there what I consider to be Christmas movies that I would love to watch at Christmas time. Die oh, yeah. hard. Right. This is the big argument. Is it a Christmas movie or is it not? When I was a kid, I was huge into action movies while we also only had three channels growing up. Cause we we're out in the country. There was no cable out there like you. Uh, I was lucky enough to when my grandparents had a satellite dish, like the big ones, you know, that you had to rotate. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. my grandfather would record movies for us. My brother and I would send a list from like the guide thing of what we wanted. And he would send us these VHS tapes. And mine were always full 
I was obsessed with action movies, whether it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, any of them. Die Hard was one of them. And so to me as a kid, I honestly always assumed this was like a Christmas movie. And then it's so funny that as we've gotten older, it's kind of an internet joke that is Die Hard a Christmas movie and people argue about yeah. it. So it does take place at Christmas time, has Christmas themes. There's all throughout it. It's at a Christmas party at a corporate building, but it's an action movie. Doug, settle the debate. Is this a Christmas movie? I think it is. I believe it is too. But to uh, not hurt your feelings, Bruce Willis came out officially said it isn't. and I said know. it is not a I Christmas know. movie. I don't agree with Bruce. But to me, you're in a Christmas setting. Uh, he wears Christmas clothing. He ties people up in ribbons and bows. Look, he gives presents of machine guns. He kills one terrorist and sends him down the elevator wearing a Santa Claus hat. And I Absolutely. think it said like, ho, 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 or something like that. I, like, he, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. Come on. I mean, that's yeah. no granted. Now, if you give me a second to pause. Here. Oh, go ahead. I'm just going to say this. If you define a Christmas movie as the content is strictly about Christmas. Yes. Okay. I get it. That's a Christmas movie. But well, if it takes place during Christmas time and it has Christmas elements, I think it should count. Well, I, I know it's a Christmas movie because I have the book. <laughs> That's so awesome. Where'd you get that? He's holding up a book. Amazon. It, looks, it looks like a kid's picture book for those that are on audio. It is it uh, The Night hard. Before Christmas, but Die Hard. And uh, <laughs> I'll just read the first line here. We won't go too far. Twas the night before Christmas and up in the tower, everyone was partying except one wallflower. And it's got uh, Bruce Willis himself there. That's awesome. Kind of fighting my screen in the back. Yeah, I see that. So yeah, definitely a Christmas movie because I've got the book to prove well, that it. That settles it. There you go. That settles it. Yeah. I love it. Well, my next one is in the same vein. Lethal Weapon, the first one. Oh, classic. Come on. Like, when his family gets kidnapped, like, if there's a Christmas tree and, like, I think they even, I don't know, man. It's like... The whole thing is got Christmas all around it because that's when it takes place. Now it's in LA, so there's no like snow or anything, but mm -hmm. it's during Christmas time. So I think this one counts. Yeah, Mel Gibson, uh, Danny Glover. Yep, great, great movie. But I'm an action movie junkie, so that's probably why. Oh yeah. Going back to what you said about Charles Dickens' uh, Christmas Carol, all the retellings. There's yeah. been some great ones. This is probably my favorite. It is Scrooged with Bill Murray in it. Uh, now what's funny was I saw this as a kid and I saw it later as an adult and it's kind of got inappropriate moments in it that I didn't catch when oh, I was a kid, yeah. but it's a great movie. It's a retelling of it. It's basically the same thing as Christmas Carol, but modern for the 1980s, maybe nineties. I have to look up when that is. So. Did you ever watch this one? I did. It's great. You know, the first, uh, memories I have are, so it's about a TV producer mm -hmm. and the first kind of memories I remember they're showing a commercial for like this christmas rambo movie <laughs> that's right I and uh rambo or this rambo like guy comes to save santa claus from all these terrorists shooting up his little <laughs> workshop oh i've got a movie i got a movie that's what kind of movie is this <laughs> oh you're about to find out oh <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah and this... then the one-liners on this too i mean bill yep as they say in zombie land bill freaking murray, <laughs> murray you know yeah. like He's... Yeah. He's, he's a classic so it's a great movie oh, yeah. same movie technically now this is newer spirited now it's on apple tv mm -hmm. uh it has will ferrell ryan reynolds essentially it's not a, seen that yet. dude it's so good i kind of yeah. watched it going because eh, there's musical numbers in it and stuff they both sing i will tell you it is really really enjoyable i walked away from it going 
okay, I didn't think this was going to be that good. I really enjoyed it. So it's worth seeing. It's essentially a Christmas Carol, but a new modern take on it. But with music, definitely do yourself a favor. Check it out. It's good. The funniest part in this movie is got to be the fairy or the ghost of Christmas past. I think she is. Mm -hmm. But when she hits him with a toaster. Yes. That's so good. Funny. It has really good moments in it. So it's definitely worth checking out. It's, oh, what is this, Frank? Oh, it looks like a toaster. And then, wham, <laughs> hits him with a toaster right now. Yeah, it's, it's some good stuff. So if you ever get your Apple TV yeah. back, you need to check it out. So, Oh, it's coming back, yeah. Now, I'm going to, full disclosure, my next one I haven't seen. I'm going to watch it this season. It's new. It literally just hit streaming. Yep. It was in the theater for actually a little bit. Uh, but it's called Violent Night. Has David, I'm sorry if I'm saying his name, Harborer. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yep. But he's from Stranger Things. He plays Hopper, the cop in Stranger Things. Uh, he is basically Santa and a family gets held by terrorists, uh, you know, captive. And uh, mm-hmm. Santa's just doing his job delivering presents. And he basically accidentally walks in on this terrorist family, uh, yeah. you know, keeping them kidnapped. And well, Santa decides to just go violent on them. And it looks awesome. Definitely rated R. It's an action movie, of course. So Absolutely. Have you seen this? So not. Yeah, I have. Is it good? It's great. Oh, oh okay. yeah. It's very, very violent. It's so, supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's but why Santa Claus, it. I'll just say uh, my, excuse my language, is a little badass. I mean, <laughs> and the I don't want to give this away to you, but Santa has a backstory. Oh, cool. All right. Good. And it goes into Santa's backstory of how he became Santa Claus. Okay. A really cool concept. Right. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to check it out. I had to put yeah. it on there because it's one I'm excited to, to watch. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. In that same, this next one I watched last year, and it's kind of a similar premise, but different. It's called Fat Man. It has Mel Gibson in it. Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. It has Walter Goggins in it. By the way, love Walter Goggins. And just for a mention, when we were playing the Fallout trailer at the earlier in the Nerd News, there's a guy with no nose. He's a, what's known as a ghoul in the game. He's played by Walter Goggins. He's also yeah. in uh, Righteous Gemstones, which is a, a comedy. Um, and uh, he plays a guy named Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> this guy's just awesome. Well, he plays an assassin oh, yeah. who's basically this uh, this assassin never got what he wanted for Christmas and he blames Santa. So he decides to he's going to kill Santa Claus. Well, Santa mm-hmm. Claus is also a badass himself. And it, they basically are going after each other. And it's an action. It's so good. It's also one of these movies I sat on to watch. I'm going, I don't know. And then I watched him like, you know, that's really good. Now, I will say it's kind of indie film, so it ends kind of abruptly, you know, not a normal satisfying ending, but I really enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Have you seen this one? I have. Yep. Uh, Really good. Uh, Nice, uh, different perspective completely from any other Christmas movie almost. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Definitely good. good. And this is my last one. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, I'm going to admit, this is not my favorite of the Schwarzenegger movies by any means, but I know a lot of people love it and it's got what I loved about it was the premise of two people's two dads trying to get this really hard to get toy for their kid, which is really kind of a thing. And it goes over the top, of course. And I just I love the premise of this movie and it's got Sinbad in it, who's hilarious comedian. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just it's really it's a good movie. I I really enjoyed it. Not my favorite, but I think it needed to be on here because it has such a great premise. What are your thoughts? on Uh, It's great. You know, the. The Turbo Man, as they call it, this power action figure they're trying to get. 
And then the cast is great. Like you said, Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, and then Phil Hartman, the late, great Phil Hartman. Rita yeah. Wilson, which I believe is, uh, Tom, is that Tom Hanks' Tom Hanks' wife? wife. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Make sure I'm saying it right. Uh, Jim Belushi, Paul Wright, uh, just keeps going on and on. But such a great movie, too. It is. It's really good. So. So yeah, that does it for my list. Uh, you know, yeah. Our hope in this is that by just kind of bringing some of these up heading into the holidays, that if you're wanting to cozy in now that the weather's getting colder, leading up to Christmas, if you want some good ideas, maybe revisit some old classics. Uh, but uh, those are the official Wired Nerdy suggestions on there. And I know we're gonna get messages. There's some we forgot. We always do. Oh this, yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know. I know we're gonna get some some honorable mentions in there. For that, we apologize, but. Uh, we, we, it was a good time putting the list together. I really like doing that. So, uh, but I think that rounds it out for this episode. Number 41, uh, Doug, bring us home, my friend. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, that time of year we get closer together to family. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate you. Appreciate y'all watching. I'm going to get some more sleep on that note, but, uh, (laughs) you know, check out our merch store. We got lots of cool things. Christmas is right around the corner. I believe the shipping, it'll still make it to your house. uh, Get under that tree. It should. Uh, It supports us, helps us continue to bring you the great content that uh, we're providing. Yep. And we appreciate all the comments, concerns, questions, suggestions. So keep it up. Yeah. It's really been awesome. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Hope your uh, December has started well here in 2023 at the time of this recording. Uh, And we will talk to everyone next week. And you take care of yourselves. Yep. Bye.